podcast. We are up to episode four. It is currently 11.58 p.m. on July 13th. Uh, today kind of started off the usual a little bit. I woke up around 10.30. Um, a little frantically, by the way, because usually I hear my alarm at 10, 30, 10 o'clock. I set my Siri alarm, my Alexa alarm, and I'll hear it and snooze it sometimes. I feel tired. I was definitely tired from staying up pointlessly on my computer the night before, so I guess I slept past it. Kind of spooked me out. Like, oh my god, my alarm's been going off for forever. I gotta do something. And then I realized I had nothing to do. Um, so then, kind of sat around, caught myself up on Twitter, which is good and bad, you know. See a lot of the terrible stuff going on in the world, but you know, I'm reminded of some of the good stuff happening in my world and my friend's world on it. Um, then decided to uh, go to my girlfriend Jenna's house, use her gym. Get there around 12. I uh, decided, I finally decided on like what I wanted my workout schedule to be. Um, something I was really inconsistent about ever since quarantine hit and pretty much became a washed up college athlete. Uh, got home and went in this huge run kick. I think I talked to before about it. And after that, especially with my hip injury, I really didn't know what to do. Took like a week off. Uh, tried to start lifting a little bit more, but still run, and it just wasn't like a good fit. Everything that was going on, it wasn't consistent. Everything I was doing, it was like the same thing over and over and over again every day, and that just got real boring and monotonous and honestly mentally tough. Like I was working out at home with like these gas tank cans that I have, like rows, push-ups, uh, squats, uh, curls, and like some over the, some shoulder press. Um, but I was literally trying to do like this insane amount of reps, the same workout every day, like 200 pushups, 300 squats, 140 arm curls or, you know, just kind of a lot of stuff and then do abs. So it, it would, the workout itself would take me a while and I'd get a decent sweat in, but I just feel like I would get so tired of it so quickly and lose focus and just didn't have any motivation to do it anymore. So I finally last week was consistent enough to work out almost every day. I think I took Friday off unintentionally, but work out every day, Monday through Sunday, except for Friday, obviously. And then made it so that Mondays are EMOM days. So for anybody that doesn't know, EMOM stands for every minute on the minute. And I do like decided I made up these three EMOMs that I did for six minutes each, six minutes each this time. So the first one is what we call man makers. So it's a push up. You have a like, uh, dumbbells in your hand and you put them on the ground you do a push-up you row on the left side row on the right side still in that push-up position and then you put a push-up again so you do five of those um, get up do six single leg squats so like a like a lunge you're in a lunge position you just squat down like have your knee touch the ground basically so six each leg and then seven uh regular curls and do that as quickly as you can within the minute. I usually finish within like 45 seconds. Uh, then the rest of the minute you have time to rest. And so you do that. I did that for five minutes. Oh, this time six. Last week I did five. So this time it was six minutes. So I did six sets of that. Um, trying to be as consistent as possible with the timing. I did it outside. Like <laughs> I like to work out in like long sleeves for some reason. I mean... It gets really hot, and sometimes I do get nauseous quicker that way, but you get a much better sweat. Um, Shout-outs to D-Tuck, 
the man is always in a hoodie or full sweats outside like definitely a big inspiration uh second imam was what was it oh it's um, a shoulder imam so i had 15 pounds i did i did 30 pounds for the first one 30 pound dumbbells and then 15 pound dumbbells for the next one 15 and 30 so side raise so just standing straight up raise your arms up, up to your side like straight up like straight armed uh what i do eight reps of that that front raise that's so the same thing but in front of you so eight reps of that and then put those down grab the 30 pounds and then i did uh just shoulder press eight reps so i did that for six minutes so same thing every minute on the minute i did eight reps of those eight reps for each set of those th- each exercise and every time I was done, I had the rest of the minute to rest. And the second one I did was just 20 squats. So I held the the um, dumbbells on my side, the 30-pound dumbbells on my side, and just do regular squats. So 20, 20 reps for every minute for six minutes. So that took me about, oh, and then in between each set, I had two minutes of rest. But part of that rest was doing uh, 30 calf raises while holding up, holding the 30-pound dumbbells. Um, so that was definitely challenging. I was sweating so much. Um, it just felt good to like lift again. Definitely didn't like most of my college career outside of football. So football was obviously heavy lifting. Then like the following three years of lacrosse after football was mostly running, like not a lot of lifting at all. And the last year we got more into lifting, definitely back into it. Um, and then when I came home and just started running again, a lot again, I, it felt nice because I think it was still the right mental release that I needed and great exercise and it was something I got definitely got used to for those three years of lacrosse but that uh getting back to like lifting and like feeling good that way and just getting like good hard intense short workouts and like it's just way better I think and way easier for me just mentally and 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 that's the big thing is like wanting to do it the next day because when you don't want to do it like I mean you're gonna have days you're not gonna want to but when you don't want to do it consistently it just takes a lot out of you so um then i did a like an ab finisher uh for about like uh, i think it was like like 100 reps it was i was had the 30 pound dumbbell like straight up and down and just went like leg raise over over it so i'd like lift my legs up go to the other side of the dumbbell uh so did the 100 reps of that and called it a day so it was about 25 minutes um 30, yeah, it's like 30 minute workout. So it felt nice. Uh, then I went home obviously to shower cause I could not hang around my girlfriend smelling as bad as I do after I sweat a lot. Um, and she was really focused with work and everything. She definitely like a very German, uh, driven and organized person and something she really prides herself on is getting good work done, getting it done on time or fashion and quickly. Um, so when she's in that mode of getting stuff done, she, you know, I, I know how that feels like. I definitely feel that way, and I got work to do. I'm not hungry. I'm not doing anything. I'm doing my stomach's knotted, and I'm just laser focused on getting something done. Uh, kind of like these projects. Like I don't really like to the projects I was doing around the house and still doing. Um, I was like, every time I'd start what I was doing, I wouldn't stop till I was done. I wouldn't get water. Well, I get water sometimes, but. You know, I wouldn't start eating. I wouldn't, like, go on my phone or anything too crazy. Like, I just try to get it done as quickly and as good as possible. So I definitely know how that feels. Uh, something I definitely appreciate and admire about her. Um, so I went home, 
ate a Caesar salad. These like bagged Caesar salads from Costco's. Costco's. Costco. Um, I really got into these salads at like college or and working at home from working in the city last summer for my internship. And like this is the easiest thing to do is just to wake up, grab a bag salad. So it's like these pre-made salads that come separated in their parts. So the lettuce is in the main bag and then the little bag has like the dressing and the other toppings. Throw it in my backpack and like head it on the train and go to the city. And then when I get to the office, they have plates and everything. and just pour it on the plate, mix it all together and you got a salad. So something I really liked because it was easy and something I definitely do after workouts is just like have one salad. Like those quinoa salads I was mentioning before. And when I eat those. I go to like the bag salads and the Caesar ones are huge, but man, was I starving. So I had the whole bag, which was like probably like three salads, like for people, two to three salads, like three people could add a salad out of that one one I ate. So, but man, was it good. Um, then I kind of got to another project around the house, um, which was kind of unintentional. My mom, her bathroom and like her the master bedroom like my parents share but my mom uses the bathroom uh the she had like a two sliding door shower door and for some reason my brother was home one day and all of a sudden he just heard like a kind of explosion so he checked around the house and like the bathroom door had like a glass just exploded into thousand like millions of pieces so they had to clean it up she got one of those like curtains on the uh bar that you just stretch out so that the and push against the wall so that the tension keeps it up um or the reactive force anyway so she went to like a bathroom store and got like an order for her a new bathroom door to be installed i'm assuming glass and she said rather than pay them the 75 dollars i'd rather have pay you the 75 dollars to take out the old door and then uh, clean up any of the residue, like the the caulk and the any grout or anything that w- that's left, and then they'll have a clean slate to install the new bathroom door. So I did. I removed the door like that day. She said that to me like last week. Um, I removed the bat the rest of the bathroom door, which wasn't hard. You just unscrew it out of the holes of the the wall, and then uh, like I took like a. I took like a Phillips flathead screwdriver and just kind of pushed it through the caulk. And while I was pulling on the like uh, metal pieces, the brackets that were attached to the and the rung, uh, how do you say, like the s- slider platform on the bottom. So I just like like kind of pulled that off the wall a little bit, and then you kind of like I kind of like stabbed and just scraped uh, in between the caulk on the like on the wall take that off and obviously took out the glass door that was already in there first so uh got kind of busy towards the end of the week um with other stuff like training these kids in lacrosse and a bunch of other things so i didn't like clean off the walls yet so i did that today which was a little annoying because uh the caulk on the like the the tiles on the on the wall came off kind of easily actually i think my mom ended up doing that like got like gugon caulk remover which is really easy and then the bottom part was like a mixture between caulk and grout so like this is like permanently stuck like glue substance that was really dirty too so i literally took like something you 
and like a giant wedge like a device that you probably use for a lot of other reasons uh, that has like a huge platform on this on the end of it that you can like use to hammer and I just like like used my one hand with that and just kind of like jabbed at the all the uh, dirty like grout and got it all off and then just had to clean to the bathroom but that took a while I, good thing I didn't shower until afterwards because I definitely got a good sweat on from all that um I would obviously love to be paid for anything, especially by my parents. So it was definitely worth the money and the sweat. And I can't wait to see what the the bathroom looks like with their new door. She went by herself, so nobody like I don't nobody knows what it's gonna look like till it comes in. Um, obviously shy right after that, and then I had another project around the house which was not as labor intensive and like good thing because it kept me I was still cool, but um. We were my brother, my friend Nick, who lives with me, has like live way upstairs. Well, it's not that far, but they live upstairs. And the router is in the room I'm in right now in the basement, like where my setup is. Uh, the Wi Fi router. There's also a modem up in my mom's room that acts as an extender, but which is like next two doors over from my brother and Nick's room, but it seems to be having problems. So my mom remembered that she got um, like Ethernet cables installed in the house. So they like, there's this hole down here in the wall in the basement that has two Ethernet cables that connect to the modem. I mean, to the router. So I plugged those into the router downstairs in the basement. And then they ran through the house, like through the walls. So when they run up, through the walls of the basement, up the ceiling of the basement, in between the floorboards of the ceiling and the den, or the second level, first level, I'm sorry, this is the basement level, um, in the first level, and then it goes up through the garage, like you literally can see it stapled to the ceiling of the garage, and then in another hole to go up through the floor of my brother and Nick's room, and they come out. Um, my brother's was available, uh, like easily, you could see it, just had to undo it, um, then my mom got like extender adapters so you can plug two Ethernet cables to each other. So plug that in, set it up to his his room, worked out perfectly. Um, after some tinkering down in the with the router and like the plugging on this end, and then go to Nick's room, which is actually my old childhood room. Um, we had gotten new carpet, I don't know, a long time ago, but the guy who did it. I guess just decided to leave the ethernet cable like flat on the floor uh, under, when he, while he installed the carpet into the floorboard. So I had to, like my mom kind of knew a general area and like, you know, you a lot of times the old carpet, which it's old now, but it's the newer of the two carpets I had when I was living there. And then it kind of like unstuck or got un... Uh, it's unsecured from the nails in the floorboard and uh you could like literally lift up the carpet a little bit so which and then it was close to the to the edge of the wall where the um the uh, wall lining at the bottom was so i literally had to like pull up the carpet curl curl it back so that i can get it underneath the wall lining and then open it up so i can see under and see all the floorboards see where the ethernet cable was well we didn't know necessarily where the ethernet cable was exactly and we didn't know if the guy putting the carpet in like just cut it cut it short like there was no like they cut it off um 
Luckily, he didn't, but I had to literally... So I had to move a bunch of Nick's furniture on one the wall that my mom thought it was on, or nearest, and then do all that for, like, 65 to 70% of the wall. Couldn't find it. So I have, like, all the carpet basically just completely ripped up. But Well, not completely. On that side, like, ripped up. And then... So I, I was like, all right, well, it's not here. Couldn't find it. Push it down. Like, almost renail it. Obviously, it's not that secure. Um, and tuck the edge of the carpet back and underneath the wall lining. Uh, try it on a separate wall after going into the basement. Like, trying to find where in his room that hole in the, in the not in the basement, in the garage, the hole that the Ethernet cable goes up. Like, where is that precisely located in Nick's room? So I go to this neck, the wall next to the one. What do you think it's on? Not where the door is, the other wall, and rip that one up. Pretty much the whole thing. <laughs> Couldn't find it. Tuck it back in, which is like okay, because the rest of the room, the main part of the room, is still securely, like the carpet's still secure. Then go back all the way to the other. That maybe not all the way, but back to the same side of the room we were looking at before, and go all the way to the corner, like right next to the doorway. Rip that up. Um, and I just kept looking, kept, like basically just took the entire, like that entire side of his room by the wall, like took the carpet off, uh, eventually found it. And it was pretty much like not even tucked away underneath the lining or the side. It was the Ethernet cable was had run straight into the middle of Nick's room. So all of the furniture that was put in and out of there before Nick got there and it was office when Nick got there, like walking over it you're just walking over to either cable you had no idea um i can't believe the head of it isn't like just completely cracked or smashed to pieces but it wasn't so um we plugged it into his xbox and it worked beautifully but man that was so annoying and i celebrated uh when when i found it i was like fuck you carpet man <laughs> um i just seemed like such an imbecile move but then again he was just trying to put in some carpet to get paid so can't blame the guy i guess but definitely worth it um because before i was nick was blaming me from stealing on the wi-fi in his room even though i'm connected to the ethernet like literally right next to the router but he said he was thinking that that you know lowers the wi-fi service except we have like the highest wi-fi you can get on fios like we pay for the best gigabit network like ever um on, on verizon files so my mom was pretty mad when he was compl- like that was an issue Luckily, we solved it with the Ethernet cables, and uh, now we can play Warzone not crammed in this little office room. That's what we were doing before. I I had uh, taken my second monitor and flattened it towards, like, it kind of, I, I have it rotated towards me, um, like, towards a singular person. So, um, it's, like, good angle for both. Like, I can see both monitors perfectly. And then when Nick came downstairs to play, I had to angle it, like, flat, you know, uh parallel to the uh other monitor my main monitor and then nick was like sitting next to me while i was on the pc and scooched all the way to the left like against some of the furniture and he was squeezed in um it's fun and we were pretty much comfortable but uh it'll be much easier having him in his room and my me and my uh gaming slash office room so uh definitely worth the stress even though it really wasn't that bad Mm. then um my mom her actually her man my mom's bathroom's messed up but her 
sink top for her bath her sink in her bathroom is like cracked and it's been that way for a while but like my dad just sealed it and fixed it it was perfectly fine um obviously she's i think i mentioned this before she's in summer mode so every day is sunday to her and sundays means like doing any work around the house like cleaning fixing anything making sure everything's perfect like getting new things um we have like this really old um flat screen tv in our in my den that we got for my aunt knuckles because i didn't need it anymore and now my mom's like oh, this is so outdated nobody uses this like let's get a huge like the same size one um smart tv in the room and this one's so old that like there's massive bezels i mean huge bezels on it like so the screen is probably like 55 inches or the but uh diagonally but with the bezels it's like 64 so i guess we're gonna get a 64 inch from costco which i have to do research on tomorrow and then uh, we were just brainstorming about her uh, sink top, me and my dad, because we are probably going to just have her buy a new one and install it ourselves. Um, and then uh, I went back into Nick's room to make sure everything worked, and he wasn't even home, and he has this massive uh, Pulp Fiction picture, like, framed and everything. Uh, he hasn't hung it up, but there's a nail, like, a couple of nails from when I was living there that, like, memorabilia had hung up. So there's just nails where you can easily, perfectly put up the photo, and my mom was like, oh, my God, like, this kid's so lazy. He needs to put this up, but obviously he doesn't care for it or to care that much. So he hasn't done it himself. Um, but there was no wire on the back of it. So then my mom's like, go put a wire on it. And I was like, okay. I went downstairs to my room and totally forgot about it. Cause it was about like six 30 at this point. So, uh, I had planned to take Jenna, my girlfriend out to dinner. So, uh, I decided to get dressed for dinner and totally forgot about his picture. So, um, yeah, I got dressed uh, picked up Jenna from her house and we went to this Greek food place in Merrick and, um, we picked up the food. We didn't really sit there inside or out. Uh, luckily, I mean, it's kind of cool. This restaurant has those like, um, windows, like the windows to the restaurant, the storefront are, um, collapsible and foldable and you can push them to the side. So like the whole restaurant's open, which is really nice. So they just put the chairs outside, but if you put them inside, you have the, like, you're not really sitting inside the place. Um, but we didn't want to stay there anyway. And then, so we got the food and went to, uh, the boardwalk got Jones beach uh, on field four. And we just sat like on a bench, nowhere near anybody. And, uh, we ate our, our grief food. There's really pretty sunset. Um, it was just great to see her. She had spent the weekend visiting friends in Montauk. So it was nice just to chat and we always, uh, revolve pretty much all the times we hang out around dinner especially but mainly food in general <laughs> like we always like to try new food places that her parents recommended or my parents recommended and then just uh, try new places and then stick obviously stick to the ones she really likes she's really loves greek food so every, we probably try the greek food the most everything else we pretty much stick consistently to we'll try some her other her by far favorite is mexican food so we'll try mexican food places but and we always have our go-tos as well. Um, and then we walked back to the car. Um, we were like the only people, like m not the only people, but we were pretty much the minority of people that were wearing masks. Like everybody else was just walking around the beach. I mean, they were with each other and not really near anybody else, but at the same time, like they were walking freely with no masks on. And uh, something I kind of discussed with some friends this past weekend was just like, yeah, a lot of people think like the masks is to protect you from, you know, the 
molecules in the air and it's i mean for some of them they are like that's why you get n95 masks or kn95 ones they have a filter on them that's the whole point of them being medical masks they filter out certain particles in the air including the uh, moisture particles that apparently this virus transfers on so when you wear just like a cloth mask or anything it's really it's mostly courtesy for other people you're not spreading what you have like you're not spreading your um moisture particles into the air um yeah that'll probably stop some of the ones that are already in there just from friction and absorbing but like it won't it's not 100 percent, and it definitely is not like that as safe as wearing those filtered masks um so like i get it that everyone's outside you're outside in the beach like you're not really and everyone was spread out. It wasn't like they were near each other that they didn't want to be near, but it was just a little uncomfortable. And like, you can, we can, I, I felt like we were getting looked at um, for either the masks or for just, I don't know, for whatever. And then Jenna, she, her, my mindset is definitely more skeptical and like negative in a sense. And Jenna's a mindset whenever we're passing people is like, she literally's like, do you think people think we're like a good looking couple? Like, do you ever think people see us and like go, wow, that's a really good looking couple. <laughs> I just think that's really funny. Um, definitely the main, uh, one of the big differences in us, I guess our mindset and like what we think about like random people looking at us. It's just funny. Um, I went back to her house, hung, hung out. Uh, we watched like new girl a lot of times. It's just definitely a go to. It's something like a little bit of mindless TV, nothing serious, which, for for Jenna, she doesn't like to do, especially after work, um, which is funny because even the days she's like in the mood to watch something new and try something new, she's like, ah, just nothing too serious, nothing serious. And it's like, well, how are you going to get into something if it's not serious? Today she was willing to do uh, Black Mirror, but we ended up actually spending a lot of time looking at like a cottage or some Airbnb, like an Airbnb spot out east. Um, we found like in Greenport, actually, we were going to do like Montauk of the Hamptons, but Greenport looks like a lot of fun. So we spent like a couple hours doing that, uh, but, uh, didn't like finalize anything, but came down to some choices. Uh, we were planning on doing this trip for her birthday and her anniversary. It's around the same time. It's her birthday is the 29th of July and her, our, and uh, sorry, our anniversary is the 29th of July and her birthday is August 12th. Um, I know hopefully I know she listens to these, so hopefully she hears this and gets mad for a quick second, but I definitely did not mess it up. Um, and then, yeah, I came back here um, to my house and I bought parts for a PC. I'm going to be building a PC for, obviously, for the studio, but a lot, of the, a lot of it will be, well, for work in the future. And then also, I love gaming on PCs now. Uh, ever since I got this set up, I know I, I mentioned it earlier, uh, I've had a lot of fun playing games on it, but... I want a much better performing machine, so I bought PC parts. Um, you know, from some of the unemployment money I got. Uh, so um, all the rest of it, I'm putting into savings. About so it only only it was like about a twelve thousand dollar budget. Um, so I thought it was a pretty successful thing. Uh, I had one of the things I I know I mentioned getting lost on YouTube and some rabbit holes, and like one of the things big time I do is when I have a purchase or investment idea I spend like days just thinking about it like reading articles about it going on YouTube like reviews just constantly going over every little choice I can make and uh, when it came to the setup uh, I was like the big thing for right now is the monitors like that 
took days. Obviously, everybody was getting crazy with the um, like the whole work at home thing. So a lot of people were buying like setups at home. So it was a competitive market, and uh, like I'd find a mo- monitor I really, really liked, and then uh, then I think about it like, all right, I want to do more research, and then the next day it's like sold out immediately, like all ten plus whatever. So I I spent like a lot of time. Um, Sunday night actually looking to a bunch of parts I realized they were all going to come on like I can get them all on most of them on one website and for the same prices that they were selling at Elsler and um, then Monday I'm looking at the PC parts when I get home from my girlfriend's house and the batteries like already sold out for pickup at Micro Center in Westbury so uh, that definitely got me a little fired up about it because that happened to me so many times about the monitors and like for it to happen again just because i waited one day when like it literally says like 10 plus uh units in stock but apparently the biggest like shortage right now in part pc parts is for the power supplies so um today i just decided to f it and just pulled the trigger so uh that was a lot of fun um most of my parts should be here like wednesday thursday from new egg and then i'm getting uh my pc case from and best buy and then i got another part one my battery from micro center delivered online so that should come this week as well and then i'm gonna build my first ever pc something i'm really excited about so that was you know uh my monday you know, mid, mid July, summer, 2020. Um, it just like how frantic it was, you know, doing little things and projects kind of busy, um, in a good way. And, but definitely flexible and did things that I wanted to do. It just reminds me a lot of like how completely different that was growing up. Um, I went to a, uh, day camp and my mom worked at, um so we went for free it was a really 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 high-end day camp like very very well done and very bougie i've been to i spent a couple years at a different one that was like way more like dirt and um in the woods not in the middle of like uh like a really nice neighborhood really rich neighborhoods like it's like that's the one i went to most of my life it was just in the middle of a really really nice neighborhood in roslyn and it was like beautiful and then i went to another one that was called driftwood which i don't even know where it is honestly but it was definitely more a little more secluded but more of like in the dirt kind of fun um so uh this place pierce day camp in rosin is like really awesome but since my mom worked there like i had a strict schedule for a lot of summers it was waking up at like seven fifteen, or not even uh like seven o'clock leaving the house by like seven thirty getting to camp about 8, 8.15, having to walk, park really far away just to walk all the way over to the camp uh, before anybody else was, like, all the kids weren't there. It was just, like, uh, me and my brother, when we were both going, and maybe some other kids of the people that were working there, but my mom was a group leader, so she was there really early a lot of times. Sometimes she had meetings, but most of the time she was just going to the office, bring us with her, grab her mail. We would, like, hang out, watch, like, while she was reading some of it. Uh, then we would go outside and she had like a one spot that she always sat at where all her counselors would know she was. They would go pick up the girls off the bus or out of the cars 
uh, bring her to my mom, make sure my mom would make sure she checked them in. And then like, uh, our camp class counselors, my brother and I, like we were two years apart. So like each counselor from our age group and our bunk would like come pick us up. So, or when we got old enough, she would just be like, all right, we would be like, all right, we're going to our bunk. Cause like a bunch of kids that showed up, we wouldn't be the only ones. So we would head over, um, camp was like a lot of fun but it was definitely like not a lot of downtime or breaks so you'd go to the bunk where they would have gotten your bathing suits you'd uh somebody would get go from go to the uh laundry room in like the main house of the camp on the campus and bring back all the bathing suits you put them in your cubbies then we would you know you just had a bunch of activities that day with a like a lunch a huge lunch break and then also with like a snack time at the end of the day. So it was just like we had basketball courts. We had a dance outdoor dance studio or like half outdoor dance studio um, archery. We had like a, I don't even know what it's called, a place where we had like zip lines and like all these other uh, obstacles, like an obstacle course thing. Um, this may, massive hill, a bunch of soccer fields. We had like a, when I got older, it was like they had a softball, like inner uh squad softball between like they would make a bunch of squads with the senior and super senior team like kids so like the two oldest age groups and they make a bunch so we'd have like a softball league we had like i don't know like three or four pools and the uh one of them like indoor pool one indoor pool uh you'd swim like twice a day so in the morning you go to like one pool the outdoor pool depending and like each like general age like so every every age had a group and then like when you got the senior and super senior it was a couple of years in each that were like everybody in that was either a year one like i don't remember the actual ages but it was like that year or a year older uh, or two years older than that and that was about it um so they'd have like specific ages and specific pools like when we were really young it was like the mushroom pool it had this giant like mushroom thing that had the water flowing over the top like but it was really really short like no depth at all then there was the frog pool it had like this tiny frog slide and like a little bit of a deep end. And then there was like another, it, like when you got really older, you had the, obviously the indoor pool. You spent a lot of time in, but there was another one that was like a much smaller pool, but had a deep end, these like crazy slides, like a small diving board underneath it. Um, so you'd spend a lot of time in the pool is what I'm trying to get at. Basketball court, softball, archery. Uh, what else did we do? Oh man, we had so many things. There's like other obstacle course, uh, another set of basketball courts. I'm trying to think. And then there were just like those, uh, like a bunch of playgrounds, like seesaws. There was a, uh, a ball pit, um, these like huge structures with slides and, and climbing things on them. Like I remember my, one of my fondest things was like this giant, um, robot, like as somebody built this like giant robot made of um like some some aluminum metal probably and then but it's this huge thing and you can climb through inside the robot through like these ladders and then like at like all robots arms were like going out like a big giant slide and then you can get to the head and just like hang out and like see most of the campus um we had a couple times like we literally had like rocket science where like one of those like small um you'd build like one small little uh, pre-made rocket thing that you just like throw one of those like light up 
I mean, I mean, I don't even call it engine. I don't even know what it is. Um, after you build it, like a, it was just like a tube of cardboard with some cardboard fins and a plastic cone. What else? I mean, we just had did activities all day, and they were scheduled. I didn't even know what they were. And you know, really good lunches actually, like really good for a big camp that would feed that many kids. Um, do it all, like do a bunch of other activities after lunch, and then uh, get like a ice pop at the end of the day or like an ice cream sandwich and then uh go home and a lot of kids would just go home on the bus but for me because my mom worked there it was when the bidet was over and we got our ice pops like i ran over to my mom's bunk obviously it was like this for a while i was like this little kid or like uh the younger kid because she was either she was usually doing the super seniors uh or the seniors and then when I came back like right before senior, she was doing the super seniors. So then I was still younger and then I was a super senior too. Um, so I always ran over there. The girls loved me obviously. And my brother, cause we were just cute little kids. Um, and then we would hang out with her as she had like, had to walk certain people to the buses or to their mom's car. And then once everyone was gone, uh, we would either walk with her or we would, uh, just hang out by like this main big tree in the main camp part of campus or we'd go in the ball, ball pit until we heard some kid pooped in it so we never did that again we a lot of time we went to just the robot and chilled up there hung out um and then went home around like 3 three thirty, and my day was done but like it's one of those things when you're a young kid like you hate waking up but the day was just so packed and it was so much fun and the strict schedule like was a good thing i mean a lot like it was just nice to have that it was nice to um do all these activities and then also but like looking at it obviously you're tired all day you complain about it like but you're just a young kid like what do you really know um so you just you know complain and you think like oh this sucks i gotta wake up so early oh my god like i don't want to do this right now but maybe later i would want to do it or like later i don't want to do that right now but i wish we were doing this but at the same time like you're still having fun um i just think that like schedule is something that you take for granted and you don't really get like notice why it is what it is or the way the way it is and um something that looking back on, I definitely appreciate now. And, um, although like a lot of people, I mean, I've thought about this and thought about thought like this for a while. It's it's like, it just grooms you to be, you know, some follow the rules, stick in order. Like it doesn't teach you to really be yourself and, uh, have that entrepreneur mindset, like that drive that, uh, you just like kind of a robot, like one of those corporate robots. They're just making you into one early through school and camp, but I, I don't think so. I think it just gives you a structure and uh, to do things. And I think that's something you should carry with you. Because um, obviously when you get older, when I got to high school, like you have these summers, you can literally just waste a whole day, like do nothing all day. And I've definitely done my fair share of that too. Um, or you can have a day like I kind of had today, or you can have a day when you have as a kid going to camp. And um, that's just something I, uh, I miss but something I definitely, I greatly appreciate my mom pushed me and made me do. Um, this is something that I think is, is fun, beneficial. So, uh, anyway, that was my Monday, uh, all the way back when I was three to like 12. (laughs) So, um, hopefully that helped somebody out there, uh, 
this really helps me honestly so thank you to anybody that listens uh really really do appreciate it so all right see you guys next monday